Hello and welcome to the Relationships and Chill podcast. This is Culture Anthony and today we're going to be talking about working through relationship blocks. A lot of the times people don't have the tools to work through the issues that come up and arise in relationships so they either avoid it or they fight and argue about it and never gets resolved. But today in this episode we're going to walk through some ways to help you work through problems together and build a more cohesive unit. Stay tuned. You're listening to Relationships and Chill, the podcast for singles and couples about how to find and cultivate the relationship you've always dreamed of based on trust and honest communication. Why waste your time going through the typical dating obstacle course only to end up with drama, jealousy, and heartbreak when you can find the love of your life and live happily ever after? So sit back, chill, and get ready to make relationships great again. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Welcome to another edition of the Relationships and Chill podcast. I am your gracious host, Coach R. Anthony, and this is the ultimate podcast for relationships and dating. Our aim is to make relationships great again, again, and again. We want to help you to create a relationship that stands the test of time, that that's enjoyable, that's fulfilling, that includes some happiness, that you know has a has a good long-term reward for you. And that's that's our aim here. That's our aim. Now, if you have been listening to uh the Relationships and Chill podcast for some time, um then you you pretty much know that. But Lately, the last couple of episodes, the last few episodes, we've been working on a series, um, the Fulfilled Marriage series. And in this series, I want to walk you through some things that I've learned over time that have helped me and my wife create an amazing, fulfilled marriage, a healthy marriage that we 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 both thrive in. We both grow in. We both constantly are fed from and so it's very important if you're in a relationship or you know if you're married specifically then why be in a relationship if it's not going to be fulfilling if you're not going to enjoy it if you're not going if you're not able to to draw from it the strength and the things that you need as an individual going forward in this life because life is hard sometimes life gets difficult sometimes and it's good to have somebody there and have something. It's like a bank account almost, you know, like it's good to have some savings saved up. So when times get rough, you have something to keep you covered and to cover you. And so that's what a great relationship is designed to do, um, to have somebody in your corner, to have somebody that's that's there with you in the thick of things when things aren't going right. Um, and, and even when things are going right. You know, you have somebody there to to enjoy those things with, to relish in with, to build memories and, and to enjoy the fruits of your labor with also. Um, in the beginning of, of me and my wife's courtship, so to speak, I told her that, you know, marriage is like a garden and whatever you place in it is what you can eat from from it. That's what you're going to be able to enjoy. And most people have put poisonous and weeds and stuff in their in their guarding in their marriage and relationship and that's what they eat and that's what they continue to plant and put back into the ground of their marriage so it's very important this series i think is the most important series uh done 
thus far. I've only done one before, which was amazing too. Um, it probably equally, it's probably equally as important. Um, I talked about, that was the purpose series. I did that last season and I talked about the purpose of a man, the purpose of a woman and the purpose of a relationship. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you check that out also. So, um, there's so much to cover in the, with this particular topic, but like I said, we're going to be talking about working through relationship blocks and working through relationship problems. In the first installment of this series, I talked about a vision. That's the key, I think, to this whole thing. Having an idea of where the relationship should go and could go and will go is the key to working through most of the relationship issues some of the issues you might have to have somebody outside of yourself outside of the relationship some you know like a coach or a friend or someone who has a little bit more experience a mentor like a couple couples mentor like a married couple that's been seasoned but you got to be careful with that too because sometimes they'll they'll give you their poison they'll give you their issues and i'm not saying every couple that that relationships can can you can have a relationship without issues just being a human already in and of itself brings issues meaning you're going to have ups and downs ebb and flows in life you're going to have issues that arise in your life and it's good to have a good partner there that can that can that's probably stronger in those areas and that can compensate for your weaknesses in those areas so that's the Real. That's one of the best benefits of having a relationship and having a marriage and having other people who have gone through maybe that issue. Maybe, you know, you got to eat the watermelon and spit out, spit out the seeds. Sometimes, you know, maybe even a couple that isn't doing it right can help you not do it right, not do it wrong. At least at least they'll help you to not do that. So I think it's I think it's important to, to be able to balance out your your thoughts about issues and have more of a balanced approach meaning that everything is not going to work for everybody and i understand that even the, the stuff that i talk about doesn't necessarily work for everybody and that's and that's cool that's cool but take what you can and use it and do it make sure you do it and and actually like work through the process and so that's why this is important to um help you work through the issues that may come up in a relationship. Now, like I said, the vision is very important because it kind of offers a roadmap, at least for a period of time. Meaning if you're in the first five years of your marriage, you may have a five year plan or five year vision for your marriage or a 10 year vision or a 20 year vision or 30 or 40 or 50. Where do you want to be? Where do you see yourself? Where do you see the relationship? Where do you see the you two as a couple? Where do you see you two as individuals? How are you going to raise your kids? Um, how how are you going to raise your kids going forward? What are you going to do when the kids start going off to school or, you know, they're transitioning into different phases of, of their lives? What are you going to do in that regard? What are you going to do in the regard of you losing your job or you your health starts to decline? You know, all these issues need to be kind of ironed out, at least with some form of understanding that this person has your best interests in mind and they know you so well that they can pretty much make that decision um, with you. And that's where the openness comes in. That's where the transparency comes in to where you allow a person into the deepest depths of who you are. I'm talking about to the dark pit of who you are. Those That's very important that you allow someone in to that degree because they're able to look at you as the true person that you are and what you would do in certain situations. So they don't go out there and 
and put themselves in a position to where it affects you uh, in a negative way. Um, so it's very important to have that understanding. So um, having that vision gives you the ability to have a unified way of thinking. So I talked about the vision and creating a vision in the first part, but it help it helps you to know that the overall aim of what we're working for is something that we've agreed upon, something that we see together. And that creates that union unity that creates that common union unity, that common union. And with that common union, um, it can be challenged. So it can be challenged by outside forces, things that come in, things that happen at work, things that happen that you hear on TV, uh, things that happen in the relationship, meaning things that you guys don't agree upon, uh, not seeing eye to eye on certain issues and, you know, and not working through those issues kind of leads the relationship down a path of disagreements and dysfunction. Uh, whereas when most couples start off in the beginning, it's like, oh, I, hey, I'm down with that. And whatever you, you know, whatever you want to do, I'm down with it. But then over over a period of time, different issues that come up or different things that come up that you don't agree with or you don't see or understand why this person did these things, then it kind of creates a certain level of resentment internally within you or within your significant other. And that begins to kind of create a division. And when you have... Um, when you have when you don't have a vision, uh, first of all, I mean, I, I don't like for me, I don't I, I would never go into a relationship without a vision, without a view of how we are going to look in the future, because anytime you have two different views. Or three or, you know, however many views, but if you're in a relationship, it's going to be two different views that creates division, meaning two visions. So D division is two separate visions, two separate ways of looking at things. And when you have division, the relationship will eventually die, or at least in that department, it will eventually die. That's like you have two eyes, but you have one vision. If both of your eyes were seeing two different things, you would literally crash into something or walk into a lot of things because you're looking at two different views, two different, two different ways of looking at things um, that are separated that will create issues and that's where most relationships are they they're they're looking at things from two different perspectives two different ways and they're crashing into things or they're crashing into each other really and so that vision is extremely important you know um and and creating a unified vision in 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 a department where there's disagreement coming to a conclusion coming to a a resolution that works for both and even sometimes that requires most of the time is going to require you to sacrifice your ideology about that area and about that thing in order to create the unity. And most people hold on to their view of things. And when when you do that, that's what creates a separation. So I always say this, I always say. That. There is no agreeing to disagree. Agreeing to disagree will eventually create problems between you and me um, because it kind of creates a problem down the line where, you know, 
that's going to be the system. That's going to be the method that we choose whenever we don't want to to really dig deep or at least find an area where we can agree. Okay, so we may not agree on this area, but what can we agree on? So let's never end it with agreeing to disagree because it will eventually come back. It's like if you never clean your house and say, oh, you know, I'm, I need to clean up, but I'm not going to clean up. Uh, eventually it's going to over, it's going to be, it's going to pile up so high to where you barely can move around. And that's where most couples are. They got, they have so many unresolved issues that now there either is too much friction or they're so disconnected that they're basically just roommates. They're, they're not even really together. There's a severe disconnection between the two. And with that disconnection, um, now you you talk about stopping the flow of the relationship, meaning a relationship is basically how two people relate. So if you're disconnected, you cannot relate to each other. Now you guys are creating two separate lives because the division, because the separation, which is division. And so it's important to make sure that you never leave an is- a issue unresolved and with that being said you never want to go move forward in a relationship without expressing your unresolved or unresolved past issues from previous relationships from your childhood these are things that need to be disclosed within a relationship in order for a person to have a level of understanding of why you react or behave the way that you behave um and that person needs to do the same and you guys can literally build a great relationship from helping each other resolve past resolved past unresolved issues because honestly you you really can't do it yourself um you have to have somebody like you can't operate on yourself you know what i mean um if you have a heart if you have a heart problem you and you need heart surgery you're you're gonna have to go to somebody whose expertise or is a, or is more knowledgeable than you in these areas. And you can talk to them about about these areas and they can actually do the job when you, you know, because they have the expertise, they have the knowledge. But if you're in a relationship and you and you haven't talked to your partner about most of the things that they're good at, then it's going to be hard to know what they're good at. I hope you understand that. So without actually knowing what your partner can do, you won't disclose a lot of information because you'll feel that it's not relevant or there's so many past unresolved issues between the two of you that you can't open up because now you're closed off from actually sharing parts of your life and parts of who you are. So it's good to get that stuff out of the way early and not to use it as ammunition for the fight when it happens. So a lot of people also, you know, take those issues. And so that that creates a level of fear within people to not disclose and not to share because they don't want to, especially if you already have a lot of problems. So you know, it's best to do that early or if you need coaching, um, like I said in the previous episodes, please don't hesitate to contact me um, at relationshipsandchill.com. Fill out the contact form and let us know you need help. Let us know, you know, you want to make the best of your relationship. You want to get past issues. You want to work together. You want to create a better relationship. And we would do our absolute best or refer you to someone who can do it a little bit better than us. But I will say it's going to be hard to do. I'm telling you, we 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 really know this stuff. We really 
um, break this stuff down and we really can help you resolve a lot of past issues. So moving forward, issues and problems within a relationship. And, and this is what I found. Problems in a relationship are problems that are needed or things that are needed to to grow and progress the relationships. A lot of the times the problems that we face are the problems that we need to uncover the things within ourselves that need to be addressed in order to move forward in our lives and in our relationships. Relationships have have a magical way of revealing the true inner workings of you because you have somebody there, especially if there's they're attentive enough. If you're further down down the rabbit hole to where now the relationship is is so toxic i will use i'm gonna use that word but that's probably not the best word but it's so tense that you can't really um you can't really you can't really see a way to you can't really see it as a way to disclose or to share information and share your true the true you um so when we when we have problems and we don't face those problems it keeps us stifled not only individually, but it keeps the relationship stifled too. Meaning that if I have problems in my specific, my personal life, I can address and have my wife help me and help us work through those problems and help our relationship work better too. It can be more efficient. It can run more smoothly, but not only that, we can have, we can have problems in the, not, we can have problems that affects the both of us, our relationship that affects our relationship that is designed to help our relationship progress. I always say this too: a relationship really takes on the design of a person, meaning that from the time you were born to the time and the per- the place that you are now in your life, you've gone through a series of events. You've gone through a series of, of things uh, to help shape you to where you are. You went through problems. You went through successes. You went through happy times. You went through sad times. You went through a lot of things to get here. And they've helped your development. They've helped you become the person that you are. Relationships are no different. There's a there's a conception point and there's a point to where you are. There's a reason. And the way that you got to where you are is by Things happening in your past, either unresolved or resolved, that created the environment and the situation that you're currently in. So it's not it's a relationship is not um, it, it's still susceptible to the same problems and the same issues that an individual person has. Now you just have two people that can easily be divided, can be easily separated by these very issues. The only thing with you is you can't necessarily be separated from yourself, meaning your body can't be separated unless you die. So that's why a lot of people say divorce, a divorce feels like death because it's a separation between the two, two units, two entities. But even within an individual person, you can have and create dichotomies and separation within yourself, meaning you can want something, but also on the flip side, you cannot want something. Um, you cannot want the same thing, meaning you can self-sabotage, meaning you want something, but you'll do everything against that thing in order to push you away from it. Meaning you'll feel you'll, you'll tell yourself you'll self-defeat. You'll tell yourself self-defeating thoughts. Um, you'll tell yourself all these different things about why you don't deserve it, uh, why you're not good enough. And, you know, you tell yourself all these things, even though you want it, the desire is there. The, the want is there. 
So moving into a relationship, the desire for a happy, fulfilling, healthy relationship can be there. But within yourself and within the other person, it can be a separation between you two that creates a separation between the goal and the ideal. So when issues pop up, they are really truly designed to help the couple and the relationship progress past those issues that create the roadblocks and the separation between you and the ideal healthy version of the relationship. But what most people like to do, they like to avoid these issues or they either avoid or they either have so much conflict that it never gets resolved. So it's not resolved. So there is no progression. It's not confronted so there's also no progression so the relationship continues to cycle down this pattern of either too much conflict or not enough or no anything there's no progression at all within the relationship on both sides of that particular coin but the best thing to do as a couple is to work together to fix issues and to walk through those issues together. And we're going to talk about how to do those things coming up. But I just want to get the ideology and the psychology behind why we have these issues and how they affect the problems and what problems are designed to do. And y'all let me know if I'm doing a good job. I think I am. So that's those are the things. Those are the things that that needs to happen, you know, because like I said before, agreeing to not to disagree is not it should never be an option we should always be able to come to an agreement on something meaning what you're going to do versus what i'm going to do what the true issue is when did it start um how it could be better where are we going what does it look like what is it going to cost ultimately the vision should be the should have the end all be all say in the relationship the destination should have the end all be all decision on how you get there if i want to go to california i keep using it because i drive trucks for a living so for me i see it clearly when i when i think in those terms and a lot of people i scratch that but i see i think in those terms i think of destination i don't think of journey okay so that's another thing too people say you got to enjoy the journey and i mean the journey you, you really don't have a choice um, if you want to go to the destination, but without the destination, there is no journey. What's the point of going on a journey? That's a nomad. That's just the person who's just wandering around and to wander means to just go without any, any type of, uh, constriction or without any type of, um, structure. So you don't want to have anything in your life without structure because you'll find yourself wandering and staying in the same position or just moving about freely and never arriving at a certain destination. Now, when we get to the destination, we can celebrate, but we don't have any choice on the journey. We got to get there one way or another. Now, we need to decide, are we going to walk there? Are we going to drive there? Are we going to fly there? Are we going to take a train? Um, How are we going to get there? But ultimately, we're going to have to decide on a way to get to the destination, to the vision, to the optimum goal, which is a fulfilled marriage. If you're listening to this particular um, episode now, a fulfilled marriage goes in stages. This stuff goes in stages, meaning that I have checkpoints, meaning that those little checkpoints are also part of the vision. They're part of the destination. There's small destinations meaning I, I, I need to fill up. So I'm, 
one destination the first destination needs to be a gas station or a hotel if i'm going to spend the night or or somewhere that i can refill refresh and gather myself or even just to stop to sleep those are destinations and so but the overall destination is the place that you're going to spend a majority of your time meaning that i'm if you're on a journey you're not going to spend the bulk of your time at the gas station or sleeping in your car or whatever or sleeping on the plane if a, if you say I'm going to California from Georgia and the plane just just flies and flies and flies, you eventually will get um you eventually will get cabin fever for one thing, but you'll eventually get tired of the journey. And most people who think enjoy the journey, enjoy the journey, never arrive at the destination. So you definitely enjoy the journey, but enjoy the but look forward and prefer the destination more than you prefer the journey. And so these problems that come along in the journey are designed to in it well they in the relationship. Now this is the difference. Um problems arise within a relationship and within your life as a means to getting you to that destination that you desire to be. For an individual, if you're if you have started a business or started something, you know it's not all cupcakes and candy. It's not just a walk in the park. Sometimes you're not gonna enjoy it. And that's why I say it's not about enjoying the journey. It's about understanding the journey, but more so preferring to get to the destination and knowing the destination. I had this quote that I um came up with, and that quote is the destination decides the journey. Uh, meaning that the problems that you encounter going to California are not the same problems you will encounter going to Washington, D.C. from Georgia or from or going to Florida from like you encounter less issues because the destination is the determining factor on the journey. How are you going to get there? You wouldn't take a plane to your cousin house that lives down the street and you wouldn't drive to Hawaii from from the United States. So you have to understand that the journey is going to call for certain ways to get there and if you want a fulfilling happy satisfied whatever kind of marriage then you have to understand that issues and problems will come up but they are designed to help you get there and enjoy and and be fulfilled and have memories to to grow even more in your relationship so as you get older yeah i looked at it this way so y'all are talking about issues and things that you guys have overcome happy times sad times and it actually creates even more of a strengthening of the relationship the bond between the two so working through the blocks is is very important because they have a tendency to destroy a relationship in a marriage or they have the tendency to build a stronger bond in the marriage and the relationship. So I want to talk to you guys about how to work through problems um, within the relationship. And I'm, I'm going to kind of I'm going to try to be be as brief as brief as possible because I'm already at like 26 minutes in. Um, but the first thing, you know, I would say is first thing is this know that because you are two different people that you will have two different methods two different ways of viewing things and two different methods of doing things you're different 
and uh, and not understanding those differences can cause a lot of friction and uh, and the division in the relationship. That's why it's important to sit down and create a vision, create something that involves the two of you. And what does it look like for both of you guys? What does it look like for the man? And what does it look like for the woman? What does it look like coming from your perspective where we're going? And what does it look like for me and where we're going? What does it look like? Because it's not like California, but like even with that, there's different places in California. You know, there's L.A., there's Sacramento, there's Barstow, there's Needles, there's San Diego. There's all these different places. There's Calexico. Um, there's all these different places. And if I'm thinking we're going to L.A., but you're thinking we're going to Sacramento, now we have a problem. We have division. So we need to get settled on what this looks like. Where are we going? We're going to L.A. OK, boom. Now we have that. How are we going to get there? Well, we're going to get there by plane or we're going to get there by train. So now we decide on how we're going to get there. What are we going to do? How are we going to act as a unit? How are we going to work together? Because my methodology may be different from yours. I may not. I may have a fear of flying and I may not want to want to drive because I'm going to have to drive. So I may not feel like driving and you may have a fear of fear of flying. So what do we do? We got a problem. So we got to figure out how to how to get there. We got to figure out what what is there. And that I talked about in in the first in the first episode. But now we're we're faced with the issue of what you prefer and what I prefer. So we're going to we're going to walk through how to work through these issues. One of the quotes that I want to um, share with you guys also before I get into that is from truelovewords.com. And, and this quote says, a relationship is like a house. When a light bulb burns out, you don't go and buy a new house. You fix the light bulb. And a lot of people, because they have issues, they try to get out of the relationship. They try to say, well, you are the problem and not approach the problem itself. So the first step in this is to have clarity to clarify the actual problem, the actual issue at hand. We need to clarify. We need to figure out what is the actual issue um, as it relates to working through the blocks or creating a vision or creating something. What is the vision? What is the problem? What is the issue that we need to isolate? Um, what what do we need to figure out and why is this important? What, what's the vision? What are we looking for? Where are we moving towards? What's the problem inside of our relationship? Um, if it's an interpersonal issue, you know, between the two of you, like, you know, this person, your significant, significant other doesn't like to do the dishes or, you know, they, they, they said something to you that you didn't like, or whatever the case may be, if it's outside of the relationship, meaning, you know, there's, you guys are behind on bills or you need to fix issues that, you know, maybe a relative or something, you know, like there's things that are outside of the relationship and there's, there are things within the relationship. You know, you guys can't talk for five minutes without cussing each other out. So we need to isolate the issue. And by, by, by clarifying the, the actual issue and just focusing in on that issue one at a time because what what uh, what causes a lot of fights is people bring up specific especially women bring up 
problems that happened two, three weeks ago, two, three months ago, two or three years ago. And that kind of defeats the purpose and kind of adds a lot of other issues that become overwhelming to the actual problem and issue at hand. So we need to focus on the problem and the issue at hand and not other issues. Um, not saying that you will not focus on the issue, those issues, but right now we need to focus on the main issue at hand. Where do we need to tackle one thing at a time? Even if you got to write a list of, okay, this is what we need to focus on. And then we need to figure out a resolution. We figure out the resolution to problem one. Um, then we write the resolution to problem one. People have couples from what I found and clients that I've been working with, they have a tendency to try to throw everything in the bag and then the bag bursts. The problem, the issue, the, the conversation bursts into arguments and fighting and cussing and all that kind of stuff because they're trying to throw too many other issues, other problems, other scenarios into this one scenario. And it's not it's not. It shouldn't be. It can't be done that way because our brain has the ability, really, to process one thought at a time, one issue at a time, one idea at a time, one vision at a time, one foot at a time. So the easiest way and the best way to get out of stuck relationship issues is to focus on that, or focus on one issue, a issue, and we'll deal with the other ones later. So but first of all, we need to we need to figure out this issue and we can what we can do for the other issues is if we don't have enough time. Or we haven't made a list or anything like that, then what we need to do is we need to write down the issue that we want to address and write down how we feel and why we feel that way and how it is affecting us. And then. After you write that issue down and you get it all out on paper, get it out of your system, type it into your phone, type it on the computer, whatever. Talk about the different issues that you're, you're having and you have within the relationship and then designate a time that you can address them calmly, meaning we're going to set a time apart once a week. Once a month, once a year, once every, well, don't go over once a year, but definitely have some time where, you, where you're going to peaceably talk, to, talk about issues that you have within the relationship. And make sure, like I said, make sure you write them down because things become a little bit overwhelmed and, and a, a little bit more exaggerated when you're in the heat of a, 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 a argument. And then, you know, it goes to cussing and fussing and then nothing productive happens. So that's the first thing. Clarify it. You know, and then make sure you focus on one issue at a time. And there's a time and a place for other issues. And so we need to write those other issues down and designate a time that we can calmly and talk about them like adults. We can talk about the issues and not get too emotional and not get too much in our feelings. And we're going to talk about these issues and we're going to try to resolve these issues. We're not going to agree to disagree or nothing like that. We're going to talk about the issue that I have. And then I want you to hear me out. And I want to have the floor. And I want to talk to you um, about this issue as a friend. Just as a as an individual. As an individual person. I want to talk to you about the issue that I'm having within the relationship. And the key thing to remember with that 
is you want to attack the problem. You want to bring up the problem. You don't want to attack the person because nine times out of 10, people just don't know they're doing certain things because just like you, people just like you, you may look at an issue and combine 30 issues into this one issue and other people on the flip side may look at it as an isolated issue that's not connected to any other issues and you may see like well you did this which that happened because you're like this and then you you start attacking the person and not the problem that the person is presenting so you talk about what that means to you how that feels when this person does xyz in a calm manner that you would do at your job you know you don't cuss the people out that that, that you work for um because you know it could jeopardize your relate your relationship with them and therefore jeopardize your job but you have more professionalism with the pre- people that you get a check from than the person that you sleep with that you have sex with that enters your body or you enter their body and they can easily pass something on to you so to me it would mean more for me to talk to my wife about issues that I have with her in a very calm, professional, you know, manner that I would anybody else. So my thing is I just try to have one way of doing things that keeps me uniform between everyone. You know, I don't have to be like this at work and then like this on with my friends and then like this with my wife. I'm very uniform I'm like this all, all the time. You know what I'm saying? If you talk to me, um, any other time you're going to see I'm just like this any other time. I'd be talking about this stuff all day in the same manner I'm talking to y'all. I joke a lot, too. But when it comes time for me to talk about this, oh, I can listen. I got it. I got you. I got you. So, you know, we're going to we're going to focus on the problem mainly. That's that's the main thing. Just focus on the problem, not the person. Not trying to trying to attack the person, not trying to minimalize the person and make them feel less than, you know, um, what are the core issues? And, and and like I said, what they mean to you, what what do they, how do they affect you? How do the issues that your partner is bringing up affect them as it relates to you? Like because you may not know you're doing it and don't get defensive about what they're saying and try to remind them not to get defensive about what you're saying because ultimately you want to contribute to the vision you want it to work you want the relationship to work so make sure you have that person understand that that I want us to work that's why I'm presenting these issues that's why I'm presenting the problems that I'm having in order to create and gain back that unity that connection that we have because when we bottle those things up or when we attack people because of those those things it creates the separation it creates the problems within the relationship and the distance between the two parties so when the distance is there there is no connection or the connection is very faint and with a faint connection you will look at other people as more desirable because there is no the the idea of the connection to another person becomes stronger than the problems that you have with this person. They become overwhelming and 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 larger than what they are. But I, I found that when couples do this and they work on the issues, knowing with with the idea and understanding that I am trying to make this work, I am doing this sincerely and I'm doing this out of love and I'm doing this not to attack you, but to say that in order for me to give you my best, 
this has to be done. This is an issue I'm having within the relationship, within the confines of what we're doing and how we're relating is not how I ideally want it to be. But if there's no ideal version, then you can't really be this way because you you're not you're focusing in on you're in the journey. You're not even looking at a destination. You're just kind of wandering around. So. That's the first those are the first things. Focusing in on the problem, what is the problem, knowing what the problem is, helping them make sure what the problem they know what the problem is, the core issues and, and what they mean to you, what they how they affect you, how how you're you're viewing it, because like I said, they may not be viewing it that way. The next thing you need to, you guys need to do is find out a solution. That's why you can't agree to disagree. Let's find a solution. Let's let's figure out how we can move forward and, and work together to fix these issues um, and not ignore them anymore. Not say, well, never mind. I'm OK. I'll, I'll figure it out on my own. And it's like a car. Like if you keep ignoring the ticking noise, it'll eventually turn into a clunking noise and it gets worse and worse. So it's best to take it to to address the issues head on and deal with them and finding out your part in this. What do you need to do in order to make sure that these issues don't keep reoccurring? So even when you go to a mechanic, you say, well, what do I do to not have this problem anymore? And they'll tell you, well, hey, you got to change your oil, you know, every 3000 miles or, you know, you got to make sure you do this or do that. So they telling you how to contribute to the solution to your own problem. And so you want to make sure that they know how they can contribute on an ongoing basis and give them the grace to do so. Don't just make, don't just think that they're going to change and just do it every time going forward without you having to say, Hey, you know, like I know we're working on this, but this don't forget to do this or do it this way. Cause you know, just make sure you do it as a, as a friend would. Cause when you first start dating, you can say, yeah, no, I don't like that. And, the person gives you that grace. But over time, as issues start to mount up, that grace kind of gets erased. And now it's just all about the problem and all about the attack on the person. And that becomes a major issue. So figure out how you how you can contribute to the solution that the problem that the problem is, whether it be inside of the relationship or outside of the relationship. Meaning what do we need to do to get these issues taken care of, you know, paying bills or um you know, spending more time with family and and these other these other things that could possibly contribute to the to the in, internal workings of the relationship. What does that person need in order to be fulfilled and to add more to the relationship? And how you how can you add and contribute to their lives and make it easier on both parties? How can you guys make it easier for each other? Um, so we need to figure out how we can contribute to the to the to the solution but we got to first know what the solution is what is the solution to the problem like what is the solution how can they do better because it's it's one thing to say this is the problem but it's another thing to not know what how that person can help fix the problem and and what can they do to eradicate the problem because if you don't know then how in the heck can they know if you don't know what's going to make you feel fulfilled or happy or satisfied then how in the heck you expect them to know so you need to this is why it's important to write it down, because you can also write down what they need to do in order to help 
or contribute and do things differently and why they need to do things differently and what what it means to the relationship and to the vision for them to do things differently. And so knowing what what that is, what the solution is, you you also have to know what is what what is going to take for them to do it. Are they able to do it? Can they do it? And you know, in the last in the last episode, I talked about commitment and the way to get the best commitment is to know your partner's ability or inability to do what needs to be done because they can say, yeah, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. But if you don't know what it looks like for them to start moving in the dark, cause they may start doing it, you know, for the first week, but that's why it's important to monitor and to know your partner because it allows you to see when they're starting to wane and they're starting to lose interest and starting to get sidetracked by the things that you, you know, that you want done. And that may involve, that may have, to, it may take you, it may take you actually figuring out how you can contribute to other parts of their life so that they can focus on this issue. And focus on the resolution to this issue. So what is it going to cost you? What is the resolution going to cost you? And what is it going to cost them? What do, do you need to sacrifice more time? Do you need to start going out on dates? Do you need more attention on certain areas of, of the relationship? What is it going to cost? Is it gonna, How much time is it going to cost? How much time can be minimally spared in this in this area? And how is it going to affect and benefit the relationship so that going forward, because people get into issues and don't see a way out and they don't see how this can be a contributing factor to the solution. So it's good to make sure you cover all the bases and say, and think about it logically to where you can say, okay, boom, this is going to affect this, this way and that way. Cause that's what I'm saying. Like when you don't have solutions and you don't have answers, the next best thing to do is argue about it. Like, well, what do you want me to do? Well, you should know what to do. Well, how would I know what to do? Well, because, you know, you should just know because you're the man or you're the woman. You should just know how to do this thing. No, let's talk about it. So that's where where people start going into a whole tangent about stuff that happened 10 years ago. But if we focus on and stop going on tangents about what happened, we can talk about what needs to happen going forward. Let's focus on what needs to, to happen going forward. So figure out what it's going to cost you and what it's going to cost them before you even present the issue to them. What is it going to take? Hey, I got this far so far. I know I can take a second job or I can, you know, babysit. I can take the kids over here and we can do this and we can do that. This is what it's going to cost us. This is how much we're going to have to pay for a babysitter. But it's going to save us a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety and a lot of problems within our relationship, even though. Problems have a way of of creating solutions, but you first got to get to a point where you can create the unity within the relationship so that you can tackle those problems in a unified way, in a unified front. So we might have to build some morale by spending time to, together and talking about and opening up the dialogue just as two people, just as two individuals that are going through life and experiencing different things. And so, you know, just having that that rationale and that that thought process that hey i'm i am with this person but are we really connected do we really know each other nine times out of ten 
Most people have stopped knowing each other or learning about each other years or months before they actually get to the problems and where they are, where they have a lot of problems. So last but not least, this is my last point. You got to do the work. You got to actually do what you say you're going to do. You got to actually go forth and keep your end of the bargain and make sure they keep their end of the bargain, but not in a, not in a dictatorship type of way. Not like you said you got you gonna do this and you ain't doing it. You a liar, woo, and then you start attacking. So now we're back in that mode. We're back to attacking the person. Like no, instead of doing it that way, let's figure out why. You know why is this happening? Why are you not doing this? And we may have to go deeper with some coaching. We might have to go deeper into issues and figure out why a person has this disconnection with figuring out and working through the issues and not seeing the end result and. Typically, it's because there is no vision there. So I think, um, you know, th- just do the work. That's the main thing. Do the work. Keep your end of the bargain and know that it's going to require work on top of work on top of work. But I don't mean work on top of work on top of work in a in a it's just drudgery. I mean, it in the way that it's going to be something that's that has to when you go to work, you think about the reward of a paycheck. Or you think about the reward of seeing people enjoy whatever the product or whatever the service you provide. That brings some type of morale. That brings that type of energy to where you want to keep doing it. And so within a relationship, the work that needs to be done brings that fulfillment. It brings that unity. It brings that love, that connection that you felt in the beginning. And it's just like exercising. The first, when you say I need to lose weight, you have the motivation. The motivation is there and it's not working. It's not work. At that point, it's not work. You're just doing it because you're feeling it. You want to, you know, you see it. You see your summer body, your beach body. Um, And speaking of beach body, you guys need, if you're looking to get in shape, check out Coach Lulu. She does a wonderful job of helping women, you know, get, get that belly fat off and get back in shape and get back to bringing your sexy back. But with exercise, we have a tendency to get motivated and then that motivation wears off. Now it becomes work. But the result and the idea is has, it hasn't changed. The result is to look good and feel good. And when you get to that point where you're looking good and you're feeling good and everybody's talking about how, how good you look and how much weight you lost and you got that glow going and, and people are just drawn to you, that comes as a result of doing the work. And that's that keeps that builds that mo- that motivation back. When you start thinking about it, you start looking at yourself and you start seeing yourself and you start that scale starts to say, hey, you losing weight. You looking good. You you know, dropped a few pounds that that dress size, that waist size has slimmed down and that six pack starting to peek through. Um, then, you know, you start getting back motivated. You start getting you start seeing the fruits of your labor. You start seeing the results and you want to continue to do it. And that's what happens when you start doing the work in the relationship. That love starts to peek back through that. That chemistry starts to peek back through that unity starts to starts to peek back through that confidence starts to peek back through in your relationship. And when you have that confidence in the relationship, that's when you can lean on it. That's when people are like, man, what is it about you? You've been married this long and y'all still in love. Well, yeah, because we're doing the work. And that's the key. Do the work. Keep your end of the bargain. Make sure your partner is willing to do the work and, and get don't you can't do the work until they start doing the work. 
to a certain degree, even though you have the ability to change. And I'll get more into that on another episode. But initially, you have to come to some type of agreement, even if it's a bare minimum agreement of what they can do and what they desire to do and what they want to do. Sometimes they just don't want to do it. And you got to figure something out. Maybe maybe it is time to time to uh, buy a new house, um, even though that light bulb, that light bulb going out just keeps on going out. We, we got a whole we got a whole electrical issue. You know what I'm saying? We got to rewire the whole house. It might be it might be cheaper to to start looking at another house rather than buying a whole new wiring system but do the work the work is the most important thing but the work with a vision is the absolute most important thing without a vision the work is pointless because you ain't you're just not going anywhere you're not working towards anything we need to find something to work towards if not you'll spend the rest of your life in an unfulfilled, unhappy relationship because you're working and they're not working. And the first thing you're going to do is leave. And so make sure you guys are unified. There's no get through all the agreeing and disagreeing crap. What are we going to agree on? And let's 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 agree on that. And let's do the work and see how I contribute to the relationship. And so this is my last little spiel. So how a lot of couples what they do and I'm sorry if I'm rambling but what a lot of couples do is they don't know how their partner contributes because they're basing it on what used to be and now what used to be becomes the obligation and there is no appreciation when there's obligation or there's very little appreciation when there's obligation when somebody feels like you're supposed to do this they don't they can't really see a way they can't really see the energy that you're putting into something, the the focus and and the 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 amount of things that you are sacrificing to contribute to the overall theme and the overall idea. So it's important to work with each other, to do the work with each other, so that you can see how that other person is benefiting, benefiting you and the relationship, how they're contributing to the relationship, how they're doing their best or they're absolutely doing nothing. and They have no desire to do anything. Now we got a deeper issue. But when you do the work and that's why the problem is that's why problems and issues are so important, because you get to learn about your significant other in a whole new way, in a whole new light. And as you learn about them, you begin to fall more in love with them. You begin to see that they're just as involved in this as I am. They're working just as hard as I am in their own unique way. But they're still connected and committed to the to the vision of seeing us together fulfilled and enjoying each other's lives together. So when you have that between two people, there's no limit to what they can accomplish. So the, the the best thing I can tell you guys is to make sure you have that connection, that agreement on what needs to happen as opposed to the separation and the disagreements that create the division and create the disunity. And you can't create any lasting loving relationship without unity, without an idea of what it's supposed to look like, what it's supposed to feel like, what it's supposed to be like. And then the confidence in your partner to want to do everything to make it work also. But by doing these things that I outline here, you if you guys do it together, you'll begin to see that your partner is just as involved 
and wants it just as bad as you do. And so that's today's episode. I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Hope I wasn't rambling too much, but, you know, there's a lot more to it. And I'm going to do a course on it because I want to get more in detail about how to communicate with your spouse, how to work through the communication issues and the core belief issues and the things that that will cause a person to to want to do the right thing or want to do and make the relationship work. But they just can't do it because there's things buried in their past. There's things that they they may not that they fear. There's a lot of different issues. So I'm going to work. I'm, I'm working on a course that's going to really take and go into more detail about how to work and how to do these specific things, because this is important um, in your relationship, because it has the ability to affect you for the rest of your life. Your relationships have the ability to make or break you. And most people have been broken by relationships because they don't because they're they're constantly attaching themselves to people who are broken. So once we figure out how to get healed and how we bring healing into our relationship, now we can we can be a we can be a light for the people that surround us. We can be hope for the people that surround us. And this course will be um, will will be able to do that. So I hope you guys um, like share subscribe to keep this channel alive to keep relationships and chill alive make sure you check out the husband material guide um, on relationships and chill.com it is uh, an amazing guide for women who want to know how to choose the right candidate and how to how to find a man with the vision that's the key thing like a man with a vision changes the game for a woman but if you don't know what to look for then shoot you're just going to keep on you know Attracting dudes who just want their vision is a sex is to use you as a sexual item or to, to misuse you and vice versa for the man. Like you got some women who just want to use you for your financial stability or use you for their for your attention or for your energy. And so the husband material guide is designed for women to help you guys, you ladies, figure out what you need to do um, for men. Like I said, I'm working on something for you. So we got a lot coming down the pipeline, as you can see. But uh, that's been today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Like I said, make sure you tell your friends, mama them, cousin them, auntie them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that, hey, if you're in a relationship and you're having issues within your relationship, listen to this series. Listen to these collection of, of episodes that are designed to help your relationship grow and flourish and, and be more fulfilled. So. Without further ado, y'all, I appreciate your time and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Chill. For more information on cultivating the relationship of your dreams, please follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Relationships and Chill or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Relationships and Chill TV. You can also visit our website at www dot relationships and chill dot com together let's make relationships great again <laughs>